That's because you love them. You think they're so sexy. <laughs> yeah, you've got some messed up childhood <laughs> trauma. Yeah, you're I dealing have a lot with some messed up childhood trauma. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel. I'm the oldest. I'm James, and I'm the healthiest. I'm Andrew, and I'm the sexiest. We're, We're brothers. brothers! And this is Mormon Raised, a sibling podcast. This episode is about magic underpants. All right. What are garments? So garments are underwear. Underpants, panties, onesies back no, in the day. No, they're not panties. Garments are not panties. <laughs> panties I wish they are were panties. Yes. <laughs> They're panties. I might still wear them if they were panties. (laughs) So what what they are is you when you are Mormon, you uh, get to do this super sacred ordinance, kind of like baptism, but it's like so like a ritual. A ritual, yeah. So you get to do this ritual. I always thought it was more like confirmation or something. Yeah, I guess it's not like anything except for the Masonic temple rite that it was like ripped from but anyway exactly we can so talk ritual. about that in a different episode okay so in the ritual you have to be cleansed and cleaned. they wash you and they anoint you with oil and then yeah. they give you new underwear yeah sounds like a episode of uh what's that gray show 50 shades of gray i mean kind of but like not actually sexy because nothing about it's not Okay, well, okay, question. Are garments sexy? Definitely not. No, they totally are, but go on. Uh, Why are they not? (laughs) So it's this underwear you get. So when you become this super Mormon, and they're supposed to protect you, right? So in order to protect you, they're... But like, can we we get physical about them? Like, what do they look like? What are they made out of? That's what I was going to say. So they're supposed to protect you. So they go from from the knees to your shoulders and even down to your elbows it's a t-shirt and boxer briefs that are supposed to extend all the way down to your knees now thankfully they changed it it used to be a onesie with a little butt flap but they somehow decided to make them quote modern and so now they're boxer briefs that go down to your knee and a t-shirt with super wide sleeves They go all the way down to your elbow. And they're all white. All white. And they got symbols on them. On the nipples, the belly button, and the knee. Yes. And I don't even think we need to go into what the symbols mean, because that's... Look it up if you want to, you know? Yeah. I don't even know what they mean. I don't remember. Well, just real quick, in case some of our listeners are curious, the symbols come from masonry, from the, the masons. And it's a compass... A square, a ruler, basically the instruments of architecture. And the meaning has to do with uh, creation and drawing boundaries and basically kind of creating parameters. Uh, so it's supposed to remind you to live your life within the parameters or the bounds that uh, of those boundaries. I thought we weren't going to talk about this because it's boring. <laughs> okay, so what we're going to talk about is the fact that they're like cotton poly, right? Some of them, Super yeah. Un- well, because there's, there's four different blends or something, right? Yeah. You've got the hair terror mesh. You've got the... Those are the sexy ones, but let's come back to that. <laughs> yeah, because they're completely see-through. Yes. I mean, I 
okay, go on. <laughs> then you've got the the uh, the super suffocating silk. They're not actual silk. They it's got polyester. Kind of a polyester silky film, but for whatever it's reason, it's just polyester. <laughs> they make you feel like you're in an oven. They're a thousand degrees. <laughs> they should be called slippery silk, I guess, because you get so sweaty in them. But and, but I do have to say, James, those used to be your favorites. Yep, not for really? when not for when you were wearing them. Oh, <laughs> I was like, I don't remember that. But when mom wore them, you loved mom's polyester silky garments. I guess that's true. That sounds a little kinky, but. Yeah, no, you would hold them in your hand. I remember when you were like a little toddler, you would like drag them around, carry them around. You loved mom's polyester garments. Okay, that's kind of gross. Let's move on. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for remembering that. <laughs> oh, I we're this whole episode is about magic underwear. That is not even the grossest story I'm going to pull nope, up. That's true. So then okay. you've got finally Cotton Poly, uh, which sags over time. It takes like one wear and then they get like super saggy. So unsexy. But those were the most comfortable to wear. Definitely. If comfortable could possibly be used to describe garments, they are not comfortable. Yeah, they're and horrible. For, and for for the record, garments for women are pretty much the same thing, which is pretty messed up. Again, knee length boxer bri- briefs and a sh- t-shirt, except for they don't have as long of sleeves. They're more like capped sleeves. Yeah, and, and obviously the person who designed women's garments does not have boobs. Or, or never seen them either. <laughs> <laughs> They must have been designed by 80-year-old men because they make sense if you're wearing a suit. That's the only time it makes sense because they've got these super wide sleeves and a really long shirt to tuck in. And so if you're wearing like a dress shirt, it's fine because dress shirts are generally have loose arms and you're tucking it into a pants, so nothing shows. But if you're wearing like a t-shirt, you can see it on the neck at the collar you can see it poking out underneath the. Sh- so why would you wear it with a t-shirt? Because you have to wear it all the time. All the time. And I have to say, it's not just that it makes sense if you wear a suit. It also makes sense if you're trying to mass produce at the cheap underwear to like make a profit. And to like, fit think everyone. about it. How many millions of Mormons are there that and the Mormon Church has a monopoly on the underwear they buy. And they get to sell them to him because there's only one producer of Mormon underwear, and that's the Mormon Church. The Corporation of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Yes. You better believe they're making profit on that stuff. But anyway, because it, it costs like half a penny to make. those They're yeah. so cheap. And they're actually pretty expensive to buy there. A few bucks per, you know, like three, three or four bucks for the briefs and three or four bucks for the shirt. But they're not super high quality. So you're not you're not supposed to let people see your garments except for other people who wear them, right? Yes, which makes the locker room a very difficult place to be. Okay, what do you mean? Well, like you you have to change in these garments after you worked out, and what are you going to do? You're going to go into the bathroom stall and, and change, or you're going to do that weird thing with a towel where you put a towel on and then you shimmy up your garments. So the only time I ever wore garments was when I was like in places like the mission field and at Brigham Young. So once I left Brigham Young, I wasn't wearing them anymore. So I don't really know what it's like to be at a regular locker room with them. Yeah. It's, it's very odd. And that's why mom will never change at a locker room. She said so. Cause but I remember dad being like, 
she's like got mad at dad for taking so long and he's like what i like showered and like you know i had to get ready why you know what did you and she's like i can't women are wearing their itty bitty thongs in there what am i supposed to do <laughs> yeah because she was embarrassed that she can't put on these like you have like a horrible mom eight, voice eight, eight, 18th century <laughs> oh thank you um it is actually my mom is also very particular i mean uh, characteristic of mormon women especially of her generation very concerned about people seeing garments some of her family is not mormon half of her family is and the other half is not and one time some of the people who are not were coming to visit us and this is when i was like maybe 10 or 11 and so i was in the phase where i was a mama's boy I really wanted to be helpful. And so I thought I would impress her by doing the laundry. So I went and got like a load of laundry out of the laundry room and I I brought it into the living room to fold it. And it was a load of whites, which meant that it was like a lot of garments. And I had no idea like what, like I knew what garments were, but they were not weird because I didn't know. Because mom and dad would walk around in them like pajamas almost. Right. So I'm just like folding these garments and mom's family is over visiting and they're staying with us. And they weren't even like in the room. They were elsewhere in the house. And mom comes in and she's furious because I was folding garments in front of heathens, like, right? Her like non-Mormon family members who might see them and mock them. What the more longer you have garments, the more they just become routine, right? So they get like really yellow pit stains and they're gross. And but you're not supposed to let them get that way. But if you're a missionary by the equator and you are sweating day after day, they get yellow very quickly. That's yellow isn't the only color they got. It was very common as you're walking around in Argentina or I'm sure many other foreign countries. And you don't have access to bathrooms, public restrooms, and you're at the mercy of whoever you're knocking on to let you use their bathroom. There have definitely been occasions, myself included, where you would actually have to go to the bathroom so bad that maybe you went in your pants. Gross. Yeah. I've never done that. That that, never happened in LA. That never happened in my mission and I was in Brazil. Fair enough. So maybe it was just you, James. <laughs> maybe it was just me. But so then what do you do? You got these like shitty garments. Holy sacred whites covered in shit. Holy shit, actually. <laughs> that was a terrible pun. <laughs> Imagine the mesh garments, though. That wouldn't hold much shit. <laughs> shit would just go through. Like Plato going through one of those like things that. <laughs> oh, okay. We need to stop. <laughs> okay. So you have to wear them all the time. Can I tell a funny joke about what a dick I was when I first started wearing them. Please. Actually, two stories. Jokes. Okay. They're, so, okay. You're always a dick. <laughs> well, okay. So speaking Even of dick, remember, <laughs> remember Bishop Dick? Yes. Bishop Dick had a son who was my age, kind of, and his name was Dick. Can I say that? Uh, <laughs> <I'm> just dead. <laughs> All right. So Dick, <laughs> son of Bishop Dick. <laughs> Should I change his name? Why not Harry Dick? I like Harry better. Harry. Okay. <laughs> we'll call him Harry. So Bishop Dick's son, Harry, on my 18th birthday, I had a pool party. It was actually a combined party with you, James. Do you I remember? remember that. Yeah, it was a blast. Yes. It was your 16. It was your su- sweet 16, and it was my 18th. Well, Harry was 
recently 19 and he had just gone through the temple for the first time. And so he made this like big deal about the garments because you're um, so something about garments is you're supposed to treat them like they're sacred objects. They're like religious vestments that you wear under your clothes. So he came up to me totally bragging and he had his garments in his hand because he just changed into his swimsuit. And he was like, it feels so weird to take these off, but I need to keep them someplace safe. And I definitely can't just put them in the locker room because somebody might see them. Do you have some place where I could put my garments? And he like made me find like a secret, sacred hiding stash for his garments. It's pretty weird. So that's, that's, I know that's, that's Harry Dick. So now we can talk about me acting like a dick. One year later, I go through to get my own garments for the first time. And then one of my good friends will call him, let's just call him Colin. My friend Colin, I kind of had a crush on him, but he's straight. So um, we went, I was there when he went through the temple. He comes out wearing his garments and yada, yada, yada. So then a couple days later, he and I are hanging out. We were at this park and he wasn't wearing his garments. And I like I got so mad at him. I was like, Colin, you made a covenant to wear those garments always. You're not supposed to take them off. I totally yelled at him, but he was like, they're not comfortable and I don't like them. And I was like, you have to wear them all the time. Anyway, he's now an Exmo too. That's my story. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Great story. <laughs> I know I was a dick. I was like, I was so mean. Like I was like, ugh. anyway. But it just wait. I so I have ha- a question: Were you um, looking for garments on everyone, or just because you had a crush on him? Were you trying to see what underwear he was wearing? No, I was totally making sure that he was because I was kind of concerned about him. He was kind of a rebel. I was making sure that he was righteous. But also, it's like very obvious that it's very obvious when someone's wearing garments. And that's because true. it pokes you- out of all your clothes. Yeah, or so some of the garment styles for men have this very distinct neckline that's like a U. It's like a kind of a U neckline. So we call it the Mormon smile. You can totally see that neckline when people And are if you it. don't have the low cut U, you have a very high crew cut. And so it even if you have a crew cut t-shirt, the white still pokes out and you have like a line above that too. So Either and the way sleeves you go. are long, so you can see it poking down below the sleeves. And the knee mark is so prominent, you can see the line around the knee. So yeah, it looks like someone's true. wearing like half long johns. They're that long. And it's actually fairly common to check for garments. See, even instinctively at whatever age you were, 19 or 20. Yeah, um, I was looking. Y- you were looking, and it's something that's really weird when you, when it it's now like 50-year-old men, like the the bishop or your dad or your dad-in-law are checking for your underwear to see if it's the right underwear. Like, did okay, did dad notice when you guys stopped wearing garments? Yes, definitely. And yeah, w- when I stopped wearing garments for the first time, I was at call in college, and so I first had to buy new underwear, which felt so scandalous. I thought I was such a rebel because I was buying underwear again for the first time. That's colored. I know it has color and it's um, regular underwear. And at first I would be like, oh, these will be great to like exercise in. 
And then it was like, oh, I need a lot of exercise underwear. And then eventually I was just wearing them more and more until I finally went underwear just like completely. But I didn't want mom and dad to know that I had switched from garments to regular underwear. So whenever I was home, I would wear my garment. Well, eventually, almost all of my garments were in the bedroom at home, and I was not having any at BYU. And so uh, dad sent me a text and said, hey, there's a bunch of garments here. Are they yours? And I had to say yes, and then I stopped wearing garments completely, and (laughs) even when I was home. Dad cried the first time he saw me not wearing garments. Cried about your underwear, huh? He cried that I wasn't wearing the right underwear because of what because of what it meant. And what I tried to tell him was, look, when you go to the temple, you make like certain covenants or promises that and the the garments wearing the garment is supposed to be a symbol of the promises that you make. And I said, look, I am not making those promises anymore. I am not keeping them. And it would be hypocritical for me to wear garments. I think the other purpose for the garments is to actually help you keep those promises so one of them is for example is no sex before marriage right and i will say at that it's effective nothing you you know you take off your shirt and there's like another weird white shirt underneath it that's gonna be unsexy could kill the mood okay i have to say though garments can be sexy i had some companions on the mission who liked the mesh garments and the mesh garments are a little bit transparent and i don't did the missionaries hang out in their garments in your missions yeah so brazil yeah. is insanely hot especially where i was in Tidazina. it's very close to the equator and it is hot all the time and you're just constantly sweating everyone had mesh garments everyone needed to because otherwise you would get so hot and so because of this Everyone was in mesh garments and you would just hang around with as little clothes as possible to make sure that you didn't overheat. So when we were in our at home, everyone was just lounging around in these see-through clothes because it was so hot. But it was also and- hot in the sense that it was sexy as I was trying to figure out how big their dick was. <laughs> it wasn't that hard to figure out. True. In a mesh gar in a, in mesh garments. Well, a lot of them wore basketball shorts. So it was like they would wear basketball shorts and no top. But there was several people that would wear. No homo, right? (laughs) Well, no, lots of homo. (laughs) I mean, let's face it. Like a mesh garment top is not that different. Like if you were to dye it black, that's like what (laughs) gay men wear to like the club. The clubs, yeah. Like the pride parade. Well, there's also a website called mormonboys.com, which is a gay porn site. Never heard of it. <laughs> centered around missionaries and Mormons. I'm such the target audience. <laughs> yes, Danielle, we are well aware that you are a fan of mormonboys.com. I wouldn't be surprised if the owner of Mormon Boys is like a general, is like an apostle or something. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't think it is. But So speaking of sexy garments, I do have a story from college and this might be a little bit of an urban legend, but I'm going to tell it anyway. So people would talk about this one person. She did. She wanted to be sexy on her wedding night. So she, it's the first time she's having sex, and she just made this promise to always wear the garments. So legend has it, she puts on the lingerie over her garments and comes out to her husband 
and he starts laughing because she's wearing like a you know a thong over white boxer briefs <laughs> and a lacy bra over a white t-shirt and like ta-da when when you say legend does is that code for like you know this person who this happened to are you telling us a story about your wedding night? <laughs> I wish that would be hilarious. <laughs> I wish I could because then I, w- I would lord that over Kirsten for the rest of her life. But unfortunately, no. She was the one who didn't no. tell me the story, though. So it, it could be one of her friends that oh, she's protecting the okay. identity of. Okay, so to wrap up this episode, I think we should talk about the underwear that we have switched to. Ooh, I like this. Yes, Okay. Yeah, tell us Go about first. your panties. I started wearing um, boxer briefs. So it's an easy transition from garments to boxer briefs. And then they just get more and more briefy. So it went from boxer briefs to trunks. And now I usually wear regular briefs. Um, some, whether it be Andrew Christian, because he's Christian, I'm sure. And I wear Andrew Christian too. Yes. And um, sometimes I like to wear jock straps too. So I'm just getting less and less underwear as I get okay, older. TMI. So you asked. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect you to go to jock strap territory. I feel like everyone needs at least I feel like three pairs of jock straps. <laughs> yeah. Don't shame me. <laughs> I would never shame another. Okay, that's a lie. I would totally shame a person for their underwear. <laughs> yeah. Some things I... never change. I switched I switched to briefs right away because I was I think I wanted the contrast. That was part of how I rebelled. But now now I, I do like Andrew Christian because they have, you know, Andrew Christian has not just briefs. They have, you know, the pouch and the Somebody's been browsing their site for a while. The the enhancement. <laughs> um anyway, okay, good James. So basically you're saying you wear the ones that have like the uh, extra dick in there to make it seem like you're really big. No, wow. they they just lift and enhance what you already have. They're not padded. Maybe you're okay. not related to me. <laughs> so I, I followed a similar fate as Andrew, especially because I live fairly close to our parents. So I didn't realize how obvious it would be. They noticed right away. But I thought for a while I could get away with it. So like the first pair of boxer briefs I bought almost went to my knee. <laughs> like, I never wear them. I think I still have them in the back of my drawer. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Uh, my wife makes Did you embroider a little line and a little <laughs> compass, a little square? My, my wife makes fun of me because I have those. And then I have a shirt that's very similar to how garments are. And, fake uh, garments. Like an, like an undershirt. They're my fake garments. Um, but then eventually, yeah, I just got shorter and shorter. I, I prefer Under Armour. Uh, I like kind of more the athletic cut, but maybe I'll look into this Christian Ronaldo. Person. You should look. That? No, it's Andrew Christian. You <laughs> Andrew should look. Christian. Yeah. We should get sponsorships from Mormon Boys <laughs> and from uh, Andrew Christian. This can be the episode we use to pitch. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> In the name name of Harry Dick, amen. If you're enjoying this podcast, be a good missionary and tell your friends about it. Follow us on Instagram at Mormon Raised Podcast. And don't forget to subscribe. 
The music in this episode is Anthem for the Good Life by Young Presidents, courtesy of Shutterstock Incorporated. <laughs>